0: I want to introduce to you uh charles or chuck garner um chuck is married to maryland they've been married for 47 years july the ninth. July, july 9th okay and uh, chuck has been the pastor of uh, southgate baptist church for 15 years southgate has been one of the key partners with our church uh, really from the beginning that our church started previous to that chuck was the pastor of pine bower baptist church in georgia And they have been a key partner with us as well. He was a pastor there for 13 years. All total, he's been a pastor of, uh, including, I think, three other churches, uh, all total for 36 years. That's why you see the scars. (laughs) I don't know if you heard me while you're clapping, but I said, that's why you see the scars. Okay. Uh, no, I actually, that was one of the questions I want to ask Chuck as we kind of get started here tonight. Um. Tell us a little bit, what what's it been like being a pastor for the last 36 years?
1: Well, first of all, I'd like to say that before Robbie started dating Shannon, we had an interview like this. Uh, not not quite like this.
0: Don't think I don't remember, and that's why I've invited him here.
1: But that's just one of the, the things that I look back and see uh, in the years of uh, Forty years ago, um, Marilyn and I had been married uh, six or seven years maybe, and March the 20th, 1973, uh, I felt the Lord was dealing with us, calling me for something. And so March the 20th, 1973, I stood up in church on a Wednesday night, and I said, Lord, Here's my life. Amen. I had no inkling that I would be here tonight, mm-hmm. uh, 40 years later. Now, um, what's happened at the beginning and through the years? Uh, and let me say, first of all, for Maryland, when you see a pastor, you look at his wife. If God is able to use that man, he will use his wife even in a great way. Now, Maryland is the one that has kept us, I think, just focused um, on family and ministry. But in that also, there have been people I think of a lady that uh, we mentioned to uh, Shannon uh, this afternoon, Blanche Leclaire. She was a widow in Columbia, South Carolina, that she took our family under her wing with prayer. She prayed for us. She prayed for our children, and uh, we're here tonight because of that. She she couldn't buy a present for anyone probably, had no children of her own, but we were her children. And I wanna say that all along the line, in 36 years plus and over 40 years of ministry for me, but as pastor, is people like you that are involved in our lives, that stand with us, and uh, allow us to be able to do what God's called us to do. And we, we just started out by saying, Lord, we just want to be what you want us to be, uh, just to be able to do what you called us to do and then to go uh, where you want us to go. And I'll be honest with you, uh, I did not pray that the Lord would send Robbie Channon to New York, but I'm glad he did. Amen.
0: <laughs> Especially Robbie, right? Yes, that's right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I do remember that interview uh, about 19 years ago, but we can talk about that later. But anyway, <laughs> let me uh, let me just ask, uh, seriously though, uh, obviously uh, on a couple of different levels, I mean, I would like for our people to just sort of hear the two churches that you've pastored and led uh, have been involved in key ways with helping New Hope to get started and just to grow through the years. You personally have been involved. Can you sort of just talk about that? If somebody says, what do you mean partnership? I mean, is that just a big attaboy, you know, on the back? Or, you know, what, what, what have you done? What have your churches done to really sort of help us? Well, the church
1: at Poundbower, Bower, uh, Robbie was there in ministry with the youth and then on the seminary. And so everybody, we, they, they looked at Robbie as being a part of that community and church. And it was, uh, it, it, the support rose up. Uh, the Lord raised up people that, that wanted to be involved in Robbie Shannon's ministry and lives and seminary and, and on into the work, and, uh, and that continued on. And even today, uh, I think it in many ways for people that are praying for Robbie and for for New Hope. Now, the church I pastor now at Southgate, uh, I was kind of between a rock and a hard place. I did not want to be the one of standing up and saying, I've got a son-in-law and daughter and. Grandkids in New York, would y'all support them? <laughs> but when I began to share with them some of the things that God was doing, then our people began to say, "Well, why can't we do something to be in support of them?" And I told Robbie today, and when I go back to Georgia, and and, and there's not a week that goes by that somebody doesn't ask me how the work is going here in our church and others that know about Robbie and Shannon and the kids and and New Hope especially and so it's all the people involved it's it's amazing how people have have locked in to what's going on here and they want to hear and when i tell them what you know have you got just an hour for me to tell you (laughs) you know and and really and i look at you know we were here when uh they first started in the the motel down at the ramada inn And then over to the insurance office and all of these things, and we kept seeing God every time we would come, every year, Things how just God worked and put things together. And we thank him so much.
0: And Chuck wouldn't say this as much, but uh, I mentioned many times about different mentors and people in my life. Uh, You're going to get to meet the other one that I sort of reference uh, a lot as well, but um, probably... The first 10 years we were here, I would say at least once a week I was on the phone with this man or that other one or both saying, uh, what do I do now? (laughs) So, uh, I tell you just huge, um, again, that's the part maybe that he wouldn't share as much, but, uh, just the relationships, just the people, just family, um, Loving one another, investing in one another, passing on experiences, and sometimes in formal ways, sometimes in informal ways. Um, one of the biggest things that Chuck taught me early on was just how to be a godly man. Uh, as I was dating his daughter, first of all, he said, if you're going to date her, you've got to come to church every week. So I, I pretty well got used to church. <laughs> so. And then just you know things would happen—the family and prayer, and praying before meals, and seeking God's direction, and and just trying to do the right thing. And we can't watch certain programs because that's not honoring to the Lord, and and just just a lot of things. Um, so I, I, you know, I really want to emphasize that tonight because uh, this I mentioned a couple of weeks ago that we're going to meet a few people this weekend whose fingerprints are all over New Hope. And I hope you're seeing a little bit of that here tonight. Um, Is there anything else you'd like to share just before we... No, all I can
1: say is um, you never know the impact that your life will have Mm. in the future. You will not live to see some of the things that you're involved in. There are people in my life that believed... that what I was doing was of God. And I don't want to let the Lord down. And I don't want to let them down. And my goal now is I want to finish well. And I'll be uh, sharing about that tomorrow uh, tomorrow morning about the partnership that God's given to us. And whatever you do, If God saved you and called you to be his servant, may your goal and my goal be to finish well. Not just to finish, but to finish well. And and I pray that that's, that's the prayer we'll each have.
0: Amen. Let's give the Lord's servant a hand tonight. Amen.